This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. I want to tell you about uh, American financing. American financing, if you are looking to save money, you're looking to buy a new house. Uh, sorry, it's very early here in the West. Um, I'm out of the ranch. Uh, if you're looking to buy a house, if you're uh, looking to refi or maybe a consolidation loan, they can save you a ton of money. All you have to do is go to AmericanFinancing.net. It's AmericanFinancing.net. The number is 800-906-2440. 800-906-2440. Morning, Stu. How are you? Pretty well, Glenn. Pretty well. Uh, you know, it's a had a had a good weekend. Um, we should at some point talk about. I saw a, a Quiet Place Part Two uh, this weekend. Ooh, is it good? Just came out. Yeah, it's very good. I thought it was very good, but it definitely felt like mm. the first like return to the theater for reals this time. You know? Yeah. Well, I was I was gonna go and uh, you know do some Memorial Day stuff, but I just enjoyed the long weekend instead. So. <laughs> All right, the uh, national radio program begins here in just a minute. Sick, twisted freak. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. We are uh, live from the Standing Rock Ranch, but my heart is never far from Texas. What has happened in Texas is absolutely remarkable. And the New York Times is reporting it uh, as if, you know, look, this is probably why we need the filibuster to go away. Because look at what look at what Republicans are doing. Yeah, let's look at the Republicans and then let's look at the Democrats, all in the name of democracy. Mm, We have that coming up in 60 seconds. The Glenn Beck Program. Brian lives in Alabama. He writes in about his experience with Relief Factor. He says, after taking Relief Factor for three weeks, at least 90% of my pain is gone. How great is that? It had begun to limit my mobility and my ability to get things done at work and at home. I am so amazed at the relief that I have found. Uh, I should have started taking Relief Factor a year ago when I first heard, about on, uh, uh, first heard about it on your show, Glenn. Thank you, Relief Factor. 
Brian, thank you for listening and thank you for writing in. Just about every day on this program, there is at least one more person that writes in and says they've gotten their life back from Relief Factor. Now, not everybody who takes it will find that relief. Um, Relief Factor is very honest and open about it. That's why they give you a three-week trial pack. Because if it's not working for you within three weeks, you shouldn't order more and expect different results. The three-week trial pack, 70% of the people who try it go on to order more because it works. 800-500-8384. It's 800-500-8384. It's relieffactor.com. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. My dog is asleep behind. My dog is asleep behind me. Uh, and uh, I'm glad you're here. Thank you so much. We have um, uh, we, we had an interesting uh, tale to tell here in Texas. You know, in Texas, uh, I think we run things better because the politicians are never in session. <laughs> which is the way the United States used to be. Um, we used to meet, I think it was once every year in the summer or once every other year. And they put it in Washington because they knew nobody would want to go to that swamp, uh, mosquito infested nightmare of a town. And unfortunately, the, the, uh, uh, politicians and everybody, I guess, decided to uh, make that a permanent thing. But it, it it used to be that they would only come in. That's the best scenario for a republic because it allows people to have control of their own lives. Uh, comp, uh, the uh, the House and the Senate in Texas, they don't rule our lives because they're never there. So they ended their session in, a, in an interesting way, wouldn't you say, Stu? I would say, and it's it's apparently, as the, uh, I believe it was the, the New York Times, in a news story, by the way, wrote uh, and summarized, these are the Republican efforts to clamp down on voting. Uh, oh, man. See, it's Thank very, goodness we have that happening. It's very, as you can see, anti-democracy, Glenn. Uh, Republicans don't mm-hmm, want people mm-hmm, to vote. Mm-hmm. They're looking for a select, you know, mm-hmm. group of six or seven people who will vote each year. Right. And they, right. They're kind of clamped down. I'm on that list. I, 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 of course I don't know are. about you, but I, I'm on that list. And uh, They're all white and men. And what I say mm-hmm. goes, mm-hmm. right, all white men, mm-hmm. and there's about six of us, maybe yeah. seven, <laughs> uh, eight if you count, count our Zionist master over in Israel. Of course. Um, so... Mm-hmm. This is the big, the, the new Georgia law controversy is now Texas, because mm-hmm. as each state has gone through it, the national media mm-hmm. has tried to come together to tell everyone how terrible it, it, these things are. And now the latest one is in Texas. Texas took a while to get it done, came down to the end of the session, which was needed to be Sunday night. Uh, long story short, what the, the Democrats decided to do, because, you know, they love democracy so much, Glenn, and they the respect now, demo- of democracy. The, the right, the, the, right. the, the intent I, of the voters mm-hmm. must be Amen. respected. Yes, of course, as you yes. know. Amen. So what they For decided to do. do with these elected officials that were put in by voters, they decided instead mm-hmm. of letting them, I don't know, accomplish 
their uh, their jobs and actually do their jobs and get their get the bill that the you know Republican voters all supported mm-hmm. to get that through. Mm-hmm. They decided mm-hmm. to walk out mm-hmm. and make it impossible to mm-hmm. come up with a quorum, basically mm-hmm. a procedural measure. Oh. so the vote couldn't go through. So all in the name of democracy, of democracy, yes. So they stop the democratic process. Uh, mm-hmm. Process mm-hmm. now, as you know, or Glenn, a republic, uh, Republican process, if you will, not uh, not uh, Republican with a, uh, a capital R, but a Republican with a small R. Right. They stop the Republican process, which uh, part of that is democracy of you know all of them lining up and and voting. They stop that all in the name of that. Yeah, really interesting, especially after being lectured for the past couple of weeks of the, the the terror of January 6th and the insurrection attempt that we saw on that date, Glenn. The reason was that it was so offensive was not just the violence and the rioting. It was because they stopped the democratic process from going forward. Uh, that that was such mm. a terrible tragedy uh, just a couple weeks mm. ago. Now it's it, to be praised that Democrats walked out of the session so they couldn't get the vote done. Now, long term, they will have a special uh, session and they will get the voting uh, rights um, uh, act done uh, here in Texas. But what's fascinating about this, Glenn, is not only that they're stopping democracy to preserve democracy, as it were, to paraphrase an old George Bush uh, line on capitalism i gotta i gotta <laughs> violate the free market to save the free market right, exactly it doesn't really work george <laughs> so that's what they're doing here um but in addition to this um you know it's it's a typical bill that you've seen from republicans this cycle which is basically hey we think maybe you should be able to prove who you are before you vote things like um the overwhelming <sighs> uh, one of the most popular items in our national discourse which is voter mm-hmm, id mm-hmm. things that are this is approved mm-hmm. by 70 and 80 percent of minority voters 70 and 80 percent mm-hmm. of democratic voters approve of voter id mm-hmm. but it's t- tossed mm-hmm. out there as if it's the most offensive thing you've ever heard in your life so it's mostly stuff like that mm-hmm. the one just like in georgia where they they latched onto you can't have water when you're in the lines, there's no water. People only go to vote to get water, and now you're taking away the water because water is the reason why people get in line to vote every every November. Water, and really, it's it's so hot. It's so hot <laughs> yeah. in the summer in November. In November, that November heat wave in the summer. Ooh, it's so hot. We people are dropping dead in the lines in November from heat because they don't have any water. <laughs> we have to bring them water. That's what they did in Georgia. So they didn't attempt that right. thing in Texas. What they're doing in Texas is. The brisket. The, the, no, there's no brisket. Where's the brisket? I need, I need brisket. I can't go on. I first I voted in Georgia and I didn't get any water. Now what? No brisket. Uh, so what they're trying to do in Texas is they're highlighting this one part of the law that was also part of the original um, uh, take on the Georgia law. Basically, it says yes, you can vote early. Yes, you can vote early on weekends. Yes, you can vote early on Sundays, but you can't vote Sunday morning early. You can't vote until I think it's 1 p.m. on Sunday. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Now, I, whoa, whoa. Now, whoa, my gosh, look at the oppression. Right. That's what they're saying. Now, why are they saying that? 
Mm-hmm. I mean, the Republicans are saying, look, you know, we want to be able to protect people who work at the polls and have their ability to still go to church. So we don't want people forced to avoid church to have to go work at the polls because they have to open uh, the polls early. Just just so you know, uh, Texas is the closest to a blue law state that I've ever seen. And it's all by choice. People do go to church. I know it's weird, Democrats, mm-hmm. but people do go to church. You know, when you're not putting their pastors in jail uh, in Texas and very few stores are open on Sunday. Uh, a, a lot of people take, you know, the Sabbath actually as an important thing. And it's not against the law for them. I mean, there's some places do close. There's a lot of places right. open too, but those they're not as open. heavily trafficked as you might think because Correct. people are actually at church. Uh, you know, it's a highly it's a it's a it's a high population religious uh, voting right. base and, and citizenship. So. So, but the the Democrats are saying, well, the only reason they're doing this is because they're trying to limit the souls for the polls, Glenn. Souls for the polls. Souls. Mm-hmm. Hang on just a second, my friend. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, uh, Sarah, do we have the gospel music here <laughs> as we talk about the souls for the polls? Uh, that is fantastic. So are they are they actually being honest this time? Well, souls for the polls. That's uh, dead people voting. No, <laughs> no, <laughs> I should say you're right. Souls to the polls. You're right. So I guess it's not souls. Uh, it's not. We don't want our vo- our voter registry. We want dead people. It's it's their claim. Is basically, okay, this well, is a big. I, I mean, they took the mask off already. I thought maybe they're just also like, yep, we're just whipping up names of dead people. It's the souls for the polls. Would not be surprised, honestly, at this point on this one. No, I, I wouldn't either. So Souls to the Polls is a program that runs, you know, largely in black churches, which is an idea that after church, everyone gets together and they all go to the polls to vote early, I guess. Now, I, I don't know what time church runs uh, you know i you know my it, it runs various times usually there's multiple services in texas i've noticed yeah uh, i mean a lot of churches have show times yeah you know, like, you know, there's like, like three like or four, in the movie theater yeah three or four services per day <laughs> right. right because there's so many people mm-hmm. that actually go to church here but the idea being that like what they're accusing republicans of is altering the time schedule so that no one can vote before 1 p.m but because they think they're trying to limit the amount of people who will go from church directly to the polls. Now, in theory, mm. if you let's, I don't know, what time does your church end? Uh, 11 or 12. So you'd have to wait an hour. Of course, the whole point of this is to make the poll workers who are also going to church, giving them time to get to the polls to open. But what they're saying is they're just trying to limit black people because they apparently, and again, this is racism. Again, racism in action here by Democrats who are basically trying to make the case that black people care so little about government and society that if given a an opportunity to vote, but they need to wait an hour, will not vote because they care so little about this country. They care so little about the state that they will not wait for an hour after church to go vote because they actually care about the poll workers also being able to go to church. These religious people want to thwart the poll workers' ability to go to church so that they can go immediately after, apparently is the accusation here. And they're trying to say this is the only reason they're doing this is to limit black voting, and therefore this is anti-democracy, which is why we can walk out on the democratic process at the last minute. Okay. 
Oh, my head Follow hurts that. from trying to do the gymnastics on this one. Weren't the Democrats the ones that were trying to shut down all of the churches? Thank Weren't you. The, wasn't it the... I mean, isn't it the the Democrats that are the Marxists that are not really for church, you know, or God? Here is a group of people, Glenn, that have spent the last year telling you you're not allowed to go to church at all. You are going to be fined. Your pastor is going to be arrested if you try to go to a worship service. But they are the ones telling you that democracy is at its edge if black churches aren't allowed to cart their voters directly to the polls from church. Again, in addition to all of this, we spent the last how long with the Democrats telling us it's against the law for any pastor to say anything positive about a Republican policy from the pulpit because it's a violation of the separation of church and state, and they're going to get their tax uh, exemption status removed. But yet, souls for the polls is so vital to democracy (laughs) that apparently now you're allowed to go to church just so you can get to the polls. It's insanity. I love this. Souls for the polls. I mean, it just couldn't be any more clear. You're you're saying to me, you're going to lose your tax status if you intermingle at all church and the polls. You're mm-hmm. going to lose your tax status, uh, you know, with an exception of uh, souls for the polls and Alaska and Hawaii. what what is that this is a scream if it wasn't so tragic if it wasn't our country burning down it would be hysterical yeah and and, you know i mean other if i were in canada no uh, no because everybody's going to be ruled by the chinese soon so i wouldn't be laughing if i was in another country if i were in china i'd be laughing (laughs) hang on Shh, shh, shh shh I can hear them laughing right now. That's a, that's an amazing thing. All right, uh, let me tell you about our sponsor this half hour is Omaha Steaks. Father's Day is right around the corner. You're running out of time to get him something that he's really going to appreciate. Uh, don't do the socks. Don't do the tie. Dad doesn't need any more socks. Doesn't need another tie. Now, uh, when it comes to, I was at, I was trying to get some uh beef ribs uh to put on the smoker yesterday for uh, memorial day no no Mm-mm. no the grocery store i went to didn't even they stopped carrying them because they're so expensive they have to come in an armored car uh yeah i don't want to take out a second mortgage beef am i alone on that if you'd like to save a lot of money, may I recommend Omaha Steaks, omahasteaks.com. Type in Beck in the search bar. Then get uh, get the grill out and get the get out and grill assortment to put on that grill. It includes 20 entrees he's guaranteed to love, ultra juicy burgers, plump chicken breasts, side desserts, Four 10-ounce butcher cuts of New York strips. The strips are aged 30 days, and that's important because that the more days you age it, the deeper the flavor and also um, the more tender the steak is. Also, you're going to get four free New York strip burgers with your order for free. 
ultra lean pack a bold intense flavor omaha steaks it's not just steaks it's the best steak of your life guaranteed omahasteaks.com use the keyword back uh, use the uh, use the keyword to get the get out and grill assortment today and save a lot of money. Plus, you'll get those four free New York strip burgers with your order. That's OmahaSteaks.com keyword back. OmahaSteaks.com keyword back. Ten seconds. Station ID. So over the weekend, I uh, spent the time driving up to uh, up to the mountains, and uh, I've never seen so many job openings in my life. Almost every place I went to said, now hiring, now hiring, please come in and take a job. Is there anyone out there, anyone within the sound of my voice? Do you have two legs? Maybe you're missing two arms. Can you work the friolator some way or another with your teeth? Uh, I mean, they will take anybody, anybody, because everybody is just kicking back on the, the Biden train. And it is really frightening when you think about it. When you, when you, you look at what's happening to us, we have already, I mean, I got news. <sighs> have you ever tried to hire some white people to do work? Not going to happen. <laughs> white white Just people don't happen. do work? I didn't, I was not familiar with this uh, theory. No, hmm. no. Well, I should say white teenagers and stuff. They, mm-hmm. Not going to happen. No. <laughs> really? No. Well, you are, you do no, have a teenage uh-uh. son. This could be coloring your... Analysis uh, and I'm 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 sitting here with uh, five uh, teenage boys this week mm. and uh, all the stories I will have to tell as I put them to work this week. We'll see. And I have a feeling my son will be the laziest of all of them. <laughs> now, I could be wrong, but uh, if he's anything like his grandfather, he will be, uh, uh, you know, my grandfather. He was the the chief steward at uh, at Boeing, uh, and uh, he was a union steward. Uh, which, yes, I came from a Democratic family and uh, and union members uh, when they weren't so bad, and um, and he would he would go. He was a good storyteller, so he would go to everybody's. You know, you had to make so many widgets a day, and you'd put them in a you know a big barrel as you made the widget. He would go around and he would just talk to everybody and he'd tell them stories and make them laugh. And then he'd take one of their widgets and nobody had a problem with this. He'd just take one of their widgets and put it in his pocket. Then he'd go to the next guy and he'd tell some more stories. Mike, I don't think my grandfather worked a day in his life, Uh, (laughs) but he had his widget count. But I don't think he made any of them. I don't think he made any of them. Uh, So maybe it's just runs in my family. But uh, oof. America has got to get back to work. We are learning how wonderful it is to sit back and get paid by the United States government. We're starting to think that, oh, gee, you know what? Maybe this basic universal income would be a good thing. It will destroy the spirit of this country.
This is the Glenn Beck Program. American Financing, NMLS 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. So I, uh, I had a uh, conversation, or somebody on my staff had a conversation with Paul uh, about his experience with American Financing. Uh, we asked him, you know, what, how did it go? What were you looking for? And he said it was outstanding. He said the entire process was smooth. The guys that I worked with, really helpful. He said, I didn't think I could get a better rate than I already had, which was very low. He said, but I kept hearing Glenn talk about it over and over again. I'm finally like, okay. So I made an appointment and the rest is history. It took a year off of our mortgage and saved a few hundred dollars on our monthly mortgage payment. I mean, that sounds great. Have you considered calling American Financing? You might think that you already have a great rate. But do you have the best? Take it from Paul. That's where he was. And he got the best rate. And he's saving a few hundred dollars every single month and lost a year on his mortgage. It's American Financing. 800-906-2440. AmericanFinancing.net. And BlazeTV.com slash Glenn is the place to go to get your Blaze TV subscription. Save 10 bucks with the promo code Glenn. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Welcome. I'm glad you're here. We're live from the Standing Rock Ranch. And um, I don't know what you did this weekend, but oof, I, traveled with, uh, I traveled with five teenage boys across the country. Uh, my cars are up for sale right now. I'm not sure you'll ever get the smell out. Um, I just thought I'd throw that in. Uh, last night, we sat around with a uh, veteran friend of mine, and uh, I said, uh, can you tell him about some of the friends you've lost and some of the fights you were in? And it was the only time that I saw the boys completely silent. Um and he went on for about an hour and told some amazing stories. My, my deep uh, gratitude and deepest thanks to all those who fought for the freedom uh, so we can be stupid and piss it away. But uh, thank you so much for everything that you have sacrificed and all of your friends that you have lost. Um, I am deeply grateful as is my family what did you do this weekend Stu? uh one of the notable things i did was the, uh to go see a quiet place part two which that's what they fought for that's what that's what they fought for uh <laughs> i took uh kamala's advice they actually did yeah. and uh, mm-hmm. uh, enjoyed the long weekend as kamala recommended and uh did mm-hmm. go see a quiet mm-hmm. place part two which was really i thought uh, it was really interesting to 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 do because i had been to the movies a few times i went actually in may 2020 <laughs> at one point uh pat gray <laughs> I and remember i remember that yeah we went to a movie it was a yeah. really terrible vin diesel movie and we were the only two people not only in the theater but in the entire theater complex <laughs> yeah. uh, i don't know if you're saying uh, we went to a really bad din- vin diesel movie <laughs> narrows it down any no it doesn't it doesn't and also people don't know if if the reason the theater was empty was because of vin diesel or the pandemic Uh, who knows Um, (laughs) right (laughs) but uh so but it was interesting to see a quiet place part two because i've been looking forward to this for a while i really liked the first one and so on march 
8th, 2020, John Krasinski, who, you know, Jim from The Office, uh, did, he's been great on a bunch of different projects. But he I was, never saw this, never thought of his directing talent there where, when he was working at a paper company. I he's know. Really, he's grown into it. He got his life <laughs> together. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he grew a lot of time it. at the gym, apparently, uh, and he's been thinking about mm-hmm. how to direct movies. Uh, so mm-hmm. on that weekend, he is at a red carpet event for A Quiet Place Part 2 that is about to be released in a couple of weeks. That weekend, uh, there's $100 million done at the box office. The next weekend, it drops down to $53 million. And then March 20th, that weekend, which is the weekend the A Quiet Place Part 2 is supposed to come out, it goes from $53 million and drops down slightly to $4,160 nationwide. Jeez. A one, what, what they round to a 100% drop in uh, revenues. So in that period where on March 8th, he is maskless, no social distancing, doing a red carpet event for this movie that's coming out in less than two weeks to the movie being delayed for what they think is going to be a short time and what turns into, what, 15 months or whatever it was. So this movie's been sitting here ready to go for 15 months and they finally uh, released it this weekend. And to me, it felt like the first real, like we're actually back at theaters type of event. Like, Why do you say that? Why do you say that? Well, they've tried a couple of times to restart this, right? The first one was Tenet uh, back in the summer mm-hmm. last year, which flopped miserably and was also a, mm-hmm. I also went to see in the movie theater and it was terrible. Um, and then uh, agree. they sort of have done it a couple times here with these split releases like Godzilla versus Kong came out and made like almost $30 million mm-hmm. in theaters a couple of months ago. Uh, Bob Odenkirk had a movie that came out called Enough that, you know, wasn't a major. Which was really good. I liked it a lot. But I it, thought it was great. It wasn't a yeah. tentpole type of movie, right? Uh, a Quiet Place is the first one I feel like they it's only in theaters. They really went for it. This is the old school. And it did over, I think, over $50 million this weekend, which is way, way above expectations. Yeah. Uh, Now, if it was released uh, in March of 2020 with no pandemic, it probably would have done $100 million in the weekend. So Mm -hmm. it's not fully back. But it was, you know, the theaters were crowded like they, you know, I went to book a normal time movie um, with my wife one time, uh, one night this weekend. And it was like crowded enough that, you know, it was hard to find a good seat in the theaters, like wasn't completely sold out at the theaters we looked at, but it was mostly sold out. Even the matinee I wound up going to was pretty crowded for a matinee. You know, it felt like, hey, Mm. you know, this is it's coming back around. And it's funny because the, the, the story of the movie kind of parallels the mainstream media telling of the pandemic, which is like what if you listen to the media, like we're open one day, then no one is allowed to go do anything. And if you have an in-person conversation, everyone there dies. That's the story of the pandemic to the media. And it's also the story of the movie. (laughs) Yeah. The parallels of the movie to this were actually pretty amazing. I feel like Fauci, though, was uh, trying to sell us these big monsters. And at the beginning, I bought into it. (laughs) You know, just a few months in, I'm like, no, dude, uh, that's the quiet place. That's not happening here. Mm -hmm. That's just not happening here. Well, and it's the toughest kind of movie to make. And it, again, runs parallel to the pandemic. Like the first movie you spend the entire time 
figuring out like what the hell is going on, right? I, there's something's going on. Something bad is happening. I don't know what it is. What do these things look like? like what is going to happen? I don't understand how any of this occurred. When you make the sequel to the movie, it's a lot harder to make that movie because you know what the creatures look like. You understand all the rules of this, you know, horror movie scenario. And so to keep people interested in it, it's a lot harder to make the movie. This is why, like, every, like, Jason or Friday the 13th movie, they just up the death count in the sequels. Because they're like, I don't know what else to do. What if we just kill more people? I don't, I, I don't know. Make them bloodier? I mean, how many 17-year-olds are going to have sex at a camp? Can we, how many can we kill? Let's just kill as many as we can. Um, where this is, like, it, they did a really good job pulling it off. It's op- that part of it's opposite, though. Like, you get to a point where once you learn the rules, once you have a situation where you have, let's say, a vaccine available to every single person who wants to take it above the age of 12, right? You, it, the, the fear can't be there anymore, right? Like, and it feels like people, certainly in Texas, but I think this is even starting to permeate a lot of the blue states, people are ready. This is, it felt to me like the first time you know, that it was like we were able to go back to normal a little bit. Like, you know, even in even in a movie theater, Glenn, no masks. I mean, 90 percent of people not wearing masks going into a movie theater. Now, it's, that's a different. It's weird. It's a it really depends on where you are. Yeah. You know, I was I you know, I crossed the country this weekend and I was in, uh, you know, small towns mm-hmm. uh, all the way. And I really didn't see any mask use. But you go to Los Angeles, you go to New York, and people are wearing 14 masks on their face. Uh, and for no reason, it has just yeah. been drilled into their head. And it's it's really quite sad. Yeah, I was talking to someone who, uh, a friend of mine who lives in Pennsylvania this weekend, and he was telling me, he, he's like, you know, like all the CDC thing guidance changed. And, you know, all the all the stores now say like masks are optional, but only, you know, 30%, maybe 40% of people are not wearing masks. And he's like, I'm going in there every time without a mask on now. And like, what I think people lose here is that th- that's just cultural, right? That That's not a scientific judgment. Yes. In fact, you would argue these states have higher vaccination rates than, than even a state like Texas does. It's like, it's just a cultural thing at this point. And people get very frustrated about these restrictions, and rightly so. And we've talked a lot about how they're wrong and not following the science and all of these things. And that's all totally legitimate. I think at the end of the day, when the history is written about this pandemic, the fact that Texas opened up a couple of months earlier than, you know, Pennsylvania, which opened up a couple of months earlier than California is not going to be the headline, right? Like it's, it's not the top of the, of the story here. It, if you're in one of these States, it feels like an eternity but like, I think, you know, we are getting, we're at the point now where if you look back a couple months ago, it wasn't 30 or 40% in a blue state that were unmasked. It was 0% or 5%. Now it's 30 or 40%. In a month from now, it'll be 50 or 60, and then it'll be 80, and then it'll be 100. And we are going in the right direction. Texas feels, with the, the only exception to this, I would say at this point, is some places still have their employees wearing masks. Other than that, I would say we feel uh, feels a hundred percent back to normal yes. here in Texas, and, yes. and that might be. You might be pissed off if you're in a blue state hearing that. Like, how can that be happening? We we do live in two Americas right now, but this is coming to you. It's just you have a you, you, the people around you voted for a terrible governor, 
and it's going to take a while. You're going to have to pay for that vote for a couple of months while they unroll these things, even when the science clearly says it's time to change those policies. But, you know, it is coming. We are on the right side of this, I think. And it was kind of encouraging to see people back in a freaking movie theater again. You know, $50 million movies is soon will be at $100 million again. And maybe we'll have, you know, these regular life back for all of us, which I, I you know, I, as yeah. much as I, I can sit here and I like to, to make the point <laughs> about red states and blue states, it would be nice to have, I don't know, there's a lot of good people in blue states that have been beat up by all these policies. It will be nice to see them free. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I will tell you that if we were, we were driving up. I had a very different weekend than, than I think you did. Although I was sitting in front of a bunch of teenage boys that I had to say, could you just shut up <laughs> for a few minutes? Um, uh, but uh, we were driving uh, through the mountain as we were coming into the canyon here for the ranch. Uh, I saw an animal I never, ever want to see again. It was a cougar. And it was about two o'clock in the morning. Was it Madonna? And we're driving... <laughs> What? Yeah, Madonna? No, no, it wasn't. Oof. Okay. Yeah, you know what? I think that's more frightening than okay. the actual cougar that we saw. Mm-hmm. But he was standing across the road. He took a full lane. He was that big. This thing was enormous. And we're coming around the corner, and I just stopped the car. And he just looks at us like, like, it, like the car was a refrigerator. You know how you just open up the door and you like look in for a while. That's what this this thing was doing. Just looking at the car like a refrigerator. Is there anything in there I can eat? It was terrifying. Absolutely terrifying. Fear the cougar. Don't fear the COVID. Anytime the check engine light comes on in your car, the first thought you always have is, oh, geez, how much is this going to cost? Oh, no, 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 no. The answer is almost always, yeah, yeah, a lot more than I thought it was going to be. The towing, the parts, the labor, everything else uh, between all adds up, and the grand total is almost always very steep. When you have coverage from Car Shield, you don't have to worry about the check engine light coming on because you're not going to have to pay for the covered repairs. Something breaks, CarShield helps protect you from dropping thousands of dollars. On top of that, you get to pick which mechanic to do the work. You can assign it to a local you know, person there or you can go to your local dealership. Doesn't matter because you're not paying the price. CarShield is. CarShield's administrators take care of everything. Whether your car has 5000 or 150000 CarShield has monthly coverage options to fit your budget. CarShield has helped over a million drivers, and that's why they're America's number one auto protection company. Car repairs always cost more than you think. Get yourself protected with CarShield. Go to carshield.com slash back and save 10% now. It's carshield.com, promo code back, carshield.com slash back. Deductible may apply. Tomorrow night on Glenn TV. Californians are leaving the Golden State in massive numbers thanks to the radical left's destructive policies. Blaze TV host Dave Rubin joins Glenn to expose what living in California is really like. San Francisco, run by progressives. Los Angeles, run by progressives. So all the states that are doing well right now, it's pretty great, but you got to be careful because you're going to get infected. Watch Golden State Gulag tomorrow night, 9 p.m. Eastern on Blaze TV.
This is the Glenn Beck Program. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Some of your grocery supplies uh, and your gasoline could be absolutely unaffordable very soon. Uh, if you're somebody who preps or stocks up on food, if you haven't already stocked up on beef uh, in particular, you might want to do that. For the first time in history, uh, beef by the pound on the on the hoof, if you will, uh, was less expensive than pork. Hmm. Why is that? The farmers, I want you to know, ranchers and farmers, we're going to be doing a special on this in the next couple of weeks because something is very wrong. Uh, and we're going to delve into a little bit of this uh, coming up in just a few minutes. But something or something is very wrong with the uh, four companies that do all of the the lumber uh, distribution. And something is wrong with the meat part processors, the four companies that are doing all of our meat processing. I think it is uh, I think it's a monopoly that needs to be broken up. Quite honestly, there are only four of these companies and they all seem to be moving in exactly the same direction. Two of them are foreign owned. One is owned by Brazil. The other is owned by China. Can we stop selling our medicine and our food to China? Could we maybe learn from a lesson and don't have not be dependent on foreign countries for our food or for our medicine? But uh, beef is going to go through the roof soon. Uh, Friday, beef was selling for less than pork. It's never happened before in history. And yet it costs more money to feed a cow and raise a cow than it has in a very long time so it's the farmers they're not getting rich the uh the granaries they're they're not making the money who's making the money here who's getting uh like two thousand pounds or two thousand dollars in profit for each cow i'll tell you next yes.